Hey there, Internet. My name's Jack Packard, and the call isn't out there at all. It's inside me. It's like the tide always falling and rising here for The Escapist. I'm Nick Calendra, the editor-in-chief of The Escapist. This week, we're doing a throwback episode because the last time we talked about Cyberpunk 2077, we also talked about roguelikes. And this week, we're going to be talking about Cyberpunk 2077 and a roguelike. That's kind of eerie, don't you think? It's kind of loopy. And for a, for a first, <laughs> Nick and I played the same game. Whoa. That's, that's weird. It's weird. So, get ready. Hello and welcome. This is The Escapist Show. Did we just break, like, the time continuum because we looped to the same subject and played the same game? It's weird. It was weird. I, I actually, I rewatched that episode to, uh, because uh, we're talking about Hades. Mm -hmm. uh, both of you and I played Hades last week. And, uh, and I, I wanted to remember exactly what I said about Spelunky 2 because I really want to dig into the, the, the loops of Hades, mm -hmm. the, the primary, the secondary, the tertiary. And I was like, oh, what was it I said about Spelunky 2? So I'm watching that episode where we also talk about <laughs> cyberpunk. How weird. <laughs> was it on this How day and weird. date, too? <laughs> right? <laughs> no, Cyberpunk wasn't out. Exactly so. one year ago. Uh, so, Nick, we both played Hades. Hades, the, the, the critically lauded, the, the successful video game Hades, made by indie darlings Super Giant Games. Yes. Yes. I, I think... <laughs> With hate, now that I'm playing Hades, I think I have come to the realization that I do, in fact, enjoy rogue lights, uh, which is a genre that I really did not like a year ago. And after playing mm -hmm. uh, Returnal and uh, I'm working through Hades, uh, I, play, I just finished twelve minutes. Or I mean, uh, I played twelve minutes, which is not really a rogue light at all, but it's kind of got not some, a rogue light some of those mechanics just in the time looping. Absolutely mix. not. That is, it, I said no, the time no, loop no. mechanics, you dork. <laughs> not not that's a that's a different thing time loop I know. is not I said it's a different thing roguelite okay. I like roguelites and time loop games now which oh, are two okay. genres okay. that I wasn't into over a year ago because I just finished uh, I'm working through Hades I finished Returnal mm -hmm. I just finished 12 minutes uh, and I also just played through the Outer Wilds or Outer mm -hmm. Wilds no no the on that Apparently. Right, and I, I think like that's an important distinction. The rogue-like versus the rogue-lite. Yep. Uh, the way it's been explained to me that I accept as truth is the rogue-like, you, uh, you start from scratch every time. There is yep. no upgrade system to your character. The rogue-lite, there is an upgrade system to your character where you can slowly grow, grow stronger. Um, and so, you know, your your Isaacs and Spelunkies are rogue-likes. Your rogue legacy Hades are rogue-lights. Yeah. Like, I think we, we've talked plenty of times how I really just do not like grinding in games. Uh, that's why I have a really hard time doing MMOs or rogue-likes. Uh, and, and what's the... Uh, what's the... So, but, what? Uh, sorry, go ahead. You had a question. Uh, what was the roguelike that you were playing and you were super on about? Uh, it's a sci-fi shooter like from Gearbox. You played a shit ton of it. Probably did. <laughs> I have it too. I have a copy of it too. It, it, you play a little little space character and you're running around shooting all the, the alien monsters and stuff on Alien what Worlds. What are you talking about? I know, you know what I'm talking about when you pull it up. Gearbox. It's a sequel. 
that just came out. What the hell are you talking about? Borderlands? Not Borderlands. Okay, hold on. I'm going to games that Gearbox makes. I don't know if I've played it. Risk of Rain 2. That's not Gearbox. That's published by Gearbox. Oh, well, shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, okay, sorry. It's published by Gearbox, not a, not made, not produced by no, Gearbox. Not produced by Gearbox, yeah. Hopo, I want to say that is, right? Mm. Hopo games. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah, Risk of Rain 2. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's a rogue-like. Yep. And I, I just, I can't get into start. those games because I feel like there's just no, when you're playing a rogue-like, like you were saying, like with the progression, you feel like you're growing as you play it. And a roguelike just sets me back to where, like, I feel like I'm not accomplishing anything. <laughs> sure. Well, and I guess that it's it's an interesting distinction that you're saying that you don't like grinding, and that's why you like rogue lights, which is exactly why I don't like rogue lights because I feel like I'm grinding to get my character level up, because there there is no grinding in a rogue like. Literally, you can't grind in a rogue like. Yeah. You can only grind in a rogue light, and so it, it's weird that you make that distinction. You say you don't like a game because of the grinding, when literally you cannot grind. <laughs> yeah, it, well, I might, I might be describing it wrong. It's more that there's something to work. I feel like there's something to work towards in a rogue light, sure. which is either yeah. you know with return or whatever. I'm getting more bits and pieces of the narrative, and I'm mm-hmm. getting, I'm progressing my character just enough where like it's still challenging, but it gets a little bit easier each time you go through it. And, and then a yeah, roguelike. Yeah, I, I guess it is. I guess I don't mind the grind. <laughs> I, I guess you like the grinding is what I don't, you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I do. Wow, realization just hit me. <laughs> this is what I'm here for, Nick. Yeah. I, I drop knowledge bombs. No, and, and generally speaking, that's why I dislike rogue lights yeah. Because I feel like I don't need to rely on learning. I can just grind until my character is strong enough to make it through. And it doesn't feel as satisfying to me. In a rogue light. You don't, you don't... In a rogue light. Right. Exactly. Whereas a rogue like, I feel like I need to learn something in order to move forward or get a really lucky dice roll and, and really fun, you know, kind of uh, power up synergy, that sort of that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So Hades is the game we're talking about. Recently came to Game Pass. I know that's why I'm playing it, because I can play it as part of my subscription service. I was waiting for a physical release to come to the Switch, and then, oh, showed up on Game Pass. I guess I'll play it as part of my subscription. Switch physical release has uh, been out forever. <laughs> oh, has it? Yeah. It was the first one to that come d- out. That tells you how, <laughs> like, how into knowing what's going on around me I am. Uh, so uh, it's it's a, a isometric hack-and-slash-rogue-light. You play as the son of Hades, and you are hacking and slashing your way out of the underworld. Um, and it's not a bad game. Hmm. I love it. So we're going to have fun with this conversation. But you also just said you don't like roguelites very much, so I'm not surprised. Well, there's more. So, like, I, I was, oh, I was, I'm okay with the game overall, and this is where I want to talk about the gameplay loops and where I feel Hades failing is for me personally. Obviously, everybody has different tastes. Settle down, comments. Settle <laughs> down. Everybody has different tastes. It's fine. 
One, I don't like the voice acting. I want all of really? them to shut up. I hate, I just shut up. I don't care. Wow. That's number one for me. Shut up. <laughs> every, every two seconds, someone starts talking to me and I hate every moment of it. <laughs> That's funny. They're fine voice actors, but I don't care. Okay. If that makes any That's sense. That sounds right for a Jack game. <laughs> like, oh, oh, look, a power up. Oh, wait, I got to fucking talk to another fucking God about some other fucking bullshit. Just give me the power up. Shut up. <laughs> this is where I'm coming at from the game to give you an idea of the kind of gamer I am. Um, okay, let's start with the primary loop, Nick. Okay. Hack and slash. You're hacking, you're slashing, you're dodging. Yep. It's fine. Perfectly fine. It's, it's perfectly fine, but... It's a bit button mashy, and there's a lot happening on the screen. Yeah. There's a lot of enemies. There's a lot of particles. There's a lot of invisible walls that you run into. Um, there's a lot of physical walls that you can dash through. So I never felt like I was in 100% control during the combat. It was a little chaotic. Yeah, it's it's very chaotic. Um, I mean, I love the art style of the game. Uh, I I don't really have any complaints mm -hmm. about the voice acting or anything like that. Um, but the, with the with the art style though, there is so much like it's almost like a color splash on the screen when things start happening. And you also like there's abilities that you get like where you do a dash and there's like a little thing it leaves behind under you. And it's it's a it's just a lot of noise happening. There's a lot of noise happening, and because this is a roguelite, every scrap of health is incredibly important. Yep. And when when you don't have that precision control over everything you're doing sometimes when you get hit and take damage it feels like it's not your fault and so to me that's where that's where the first the first like down tick happened mm -hmm. it was like oh the combat's okay i yeah i'm more more happy more or less happy with the combat I, I like some of the different weapons better than some of the other weapons and so it's like it's okay that's where it's okay mm -hmm. but once we start getting into the second and the tertiary loops, that's where my problems start to compound. So let's get into the secondary gameplay loop going from room to room. Mm -hmm. Like any good roguelite slash uh, like, uh, you get power-ups and you go into different rooms to either get uh, upgrade points, cash to spend there, or power-ups. And the power-ups felt super weak. Oh, really? I'm having the opposite effect. I, I, you, I keep stacking. You've, you got to pick like a, a lane to kind of go on and keep stacking them. Sure. Yeah. And sometimes I like I felt okay with it, but like moment to moment, it's like, oh, your sword does 10% yeah. lightning damage. And then you get a power-up and it's like for every 10% of lightning damage, we'll do an additional 4% force damage and it never it it, it doesn't have a visual bigger. impact yeah it doesn't have a visual right. impact because that's that's like the thing that returnal does really well is mm. when you're upgrading your weapons and all that you you get a new like a new way to shoot the weapon and you feel like in the controller you feel the impact of that weapon right. getting bigger um and that, yeah, yeah. that's something that's missing from hades I, I agree with that and it's all percentage based and and randomized, right. which is a lot of thing. You know, the random part is a lot of th um, a thing that people just hate about those games. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. Like that's kind of what I was saying. Like before a year ago, this is like 
getting into Dark Souls, I like that it's not random. Like you find the things, you know where the things are, and you upgrade your abilities. And then when you go right. to real roguelites like Hades or Eternal, it's like a lot of it's luck based on just getting the right power ups at the right time. And if you don't, well, okay, at least and you and then you don't really learn anything, right? Right. <laughs> right. And so, like, that's that to me, like, I never felt, you know, like comparing it with something like Isaac, where you have these amazing synergies, that secondary loop in something like The Binding of Isaac is really engaging. What kind of power up am I going to get? How is that going to augment me, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where Hades, again, starts ticking down on my do I like it. Then we move to the tertiary. What makes you, like, if you think about the loops uh, in terms of attention spans, right? The primary loop is, is your moment-to-moment -moment focus. Your secondary is your longer focus. Your tertiary is your, like, what makes you come back and pick up the game. Yep. I, I talked about, uh, I, I recently re-watched re the episode where I was talking about Spelunky 2. The tertiary of Spelunky 2 is that exploration. What kind of world, what kind of creature am <laughs> yeah, I going to yeah. find? Well, if you don't like the voice acting or the dialogue in this, then you're <laughs> it's not much for you to come back for. Bingo! Yep. The, the monsters get repetitive real dang quick. The story I don't really care about. And the power-ups are weak. The, the level design is very samey. Yeah, there. So there is not a lot there for me. Hmm, that's funny because I I have the exact opposite. Like I like the writing. I think it's funny. Uh, I like the voice acting. That's keeping me really engaged. The music is wonderful. Love the art yeah, style. Music, music is great. I can be with you there. Okay. Music's great. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a surprise to me. Like just how much in the past year my my tastes have changed. Because a year ago I would not have liked this game. I would not have liked Returnal. Uh, mm -hmm. And so maybe it's just, <laughs> maybe I've played so many first person shooters and open world adventure <laughs> games that I was just looking for something new and to scratch that itch. Yeah. But uh, I think for me, it's like the 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 loop of, of I don't know, like I, it's it's weird because like I was saying at the start of this, I, I, a year ago I would not have liked a game that sent me back all the way to the start and I have to go all the way through each boss and all that. But then the between Returnal and and Hades, the thing that gets right is like just that incremental power increases that makes it easier. So you're getting through those first and second parts faster and faster, and to get to the third part where it's just part of the routine at that point. So mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's a weird it's a weird game for me to enjoy, but I've I've had a really good time streaming it, uh, and I'm gonna complete it on stream too. Yeah, yeah, and and I I feel like I I understand why people dig it. I think there's a lot of people who are who are into kind of the story. I I like kind of the the relationship system as far as like talking to people and giving them gifts and then uh if you build up your relationship they give you power-ups which can help you in your run that's a really neat element yeah but like yeah i just i don't care about the story at all and i've gotten far enough to the story where like i i i, I should be hooked in and i just I just don't care. I don't care about Greek mythology. I don't care about these things. <laughs> it's like, and you know, some of the care, like the art is phenomenal. Like these gorgeous character designs. Uh, I think a lot of it is really neat. It just didn't hook me. And, and each, each level of the loop lost me more and more. And that's a shame because I was genuinely looking forward to playing this. I, <laughs> I've heard so many good things about it. And it just didn't didn't click. Yeah, I have a feeling once you get your PS5 in 2077, uh, you'll actually have some fun with Returnal. I think that one will scratch your itch a bit more. I could believe that. Yeah, that looks really fun. Especially if you uh, like the I'm... gameplay of Risk of Rain. It's a lot very similar to that, but Ooh, in a more AAA fashion. 
Mm. And a roguelite with story. Yeah. So maybe you won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I'm okay with little bits of story. Like I said, this one, I just... I just don't care. And but like another like I am a sucker for stories with daddy issues. I love that. I'm so <laughs> into it. And it just You mean like twelve I minutes? I just don't go <laughs> Watch the post ZP stream if you want to know the context behind that. Don't you, don't you we don't talk about that unless you want there's, this episode. There's double daddy issues into, in that one. <laughs> if you want this episode to turn into a rant about why 12 minutes is the goddamn worst, um, I'm, we that's don't your, mention That's going to that. be your slight something else topic for Tuesday. <laughs> oh, it's just the goddamn worst. There we go. That's I'm writing down that title for you. <laughs> why 12 minutes is the goddamn worst. Why 12, why 12 minutes is the goddamn worst. <sighs> Tune in for slightly something else. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm literally writing it is the god in big capital letters worst oh there you go tune in the, tune in the tuesdays slightly something else <laughs> your your reaction to that was priceless i was crying i that's that's <laughs> just what just just watch just for. watching your face put it together you're like hmm, hmm? what wait, but wait but wait <laughs> but wait does that mean yeah <laughs> No, and Yahtzee was very specific where he's like, have you played Have you played this yet? And I said, no. And he goes, do not play it and do not look into the story. Yep. And I said, no problem. <laughs> he set me up. He set me up. Yeah, he did. I feel bad that I spent fine. 10 hours on that game now when you guys finished it in two. <laughs> well, I did. I yeah, did he, wa- he watched you through it all. I didn't have to fuck with everything I, the entire time. I feel like I, I got really close within like that hour and a half. And he, he guided me here and there. Yep. But, oh, man, 12 hours. Jesus. 10 hours. Hey, on to the topics. Cyberpunk 2077. A game that had, to put it delicately, a rocky launch. <laughs> um, uh, I know I have yet to buy it or play it mm-hmm. as uh, I've, I've been waiting kind of uh, for the zeitgeist to tell me everything is smooth now. And I have yet to hear that everything is smooth now. Yeah, they've they've posted a couple patches. I mean, it's back out on PlayStation. Like, it's in a working state on PlayStation, you okay. know, but that doesn't mean a whole lot. Uh, so, my my like, I got the game. We got the review copies of the game December. So, I started it up mm-hmm. and tried it. I found it way too buggy, and I, I just dropped out of it. Um, and I know, th- I know there's people that have played it and have enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. But every time I load up the game, there's some different bugs. So, like, I tried it in December. I was like, okay, I'll wait for the first patch. It needs a patch. Mm-hmm. First patch comes. Nope, still not ready. Second patch comes. Nope, still not ready. Third patch just dropped, like, a week ago. Like, the third major patch. And so, yeah. I was like, all right, you know, it's been almost a year. I said I was going to wait till 2022, so I'm going to load it up again. And I get in, and I start doing a mission. And it's like, it's, it's running a lot smoother. Like, there's not any visual glitches or anything. And then within, like, 10 minutes... Some woman that is on the mission with us is repeating the same dialogue over and over again, and then uh, enemy AI just standing still and letting me pop their heads off. And a bot like the bosses in that game, I'm sorry, are just absolutely awful. They're just bullet sponge. Like I literally, I wish I I, I should have recorded my footage. I'm sorry, Omar, but like one of the I, I had to get out of this area, and the boss was literally standing in the stairwell, and I'm just chucking grenades at him until he died. <laughs> and it, it's just so. I wanted to bring up cyberpunk because like I'm starting to like 
it's crazy to me. It'd be different if this game wasn't out in or out in the wild, right? It's not early access. It's a full game that released in a really broken state. They have a roadmap, but it's like not detailed at all. And we're mm. almost a year into this game's release. And I've been lenient on it. I've been really lenient on it because I was like, I want them. I don't want them to crunch. I want them to just put their heads down and work on it. And I'm assuming that's what they're doing. But mm-hmm. you can't. It's mind-boggling to me that they release this game and they have not communicated a detailed. Hey, by 2022, we're gonna have a more reactive world. The combat's gonna be improved. Whatever, whatever they're working on for the game. And so now that we're ending the end of the year, we just had Gamescom this week. No updates again. The Game Awards probably not going to get an update there. I'm starting to kind of get the feeling that like they're going to make this game a working state and then kind of drop it because I I don't see them reworking the combat. I don't think they're going to add a whole bunch of stuff to the world. Uh, I mean, they just released some cosmetic DLC, which feels like why would you release that now? It, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just I'm kind of shocked. I'm I'm really shocked. It's it's very possible that there is no way to fix everything because like it, because it is a systems oriented yeah. game it once you start messing with like um balance curves and like enemy ai that affects so many other things that it's very possible that they are just patching to run it as smoothly as possible trying to make their money back and then slowly like you know moving on to the next project yeah i, I, don't, I don't know like i did I would it, love to I eat. Guess, I would love to eat crow on it and be completely wrong and like that they're just yeah. being very quiet because they don't want to say anything about a major patch and then have people constant mm. constantly asking them where it is. Right? Where when's the release date? That's What's very this? possible, right? Yeah. Very, very possible that they they're going to push out like a big version one point five or whatever and say like, boom, this finally this is the game that we yeah. wanted to release. Have fun, everyone. Very, very possible. We haven't seen any of that. Yeah. Even even a mention like that. That's that's the thing. Like, I'm not expecting them to detail it like that. I just want them to mm-hmm. say, like, hey, we are working on major improvements to this game. When we're ready, we'll talk about it. Because they haven't said that yet. Like, they have this. They have, yeah. like, if you look at the roadmap they have, it's just an extremely bare bones roadmap. And they're already talking mm-hmm. about expansions before a game overhaul. Tell me this. Mm. Tell me this. How did the game do sales wise? I think it already made its money back. Okay. I, I, like I don't so think money. Then, I don't think money's any anything here. It's their reputation that took such a massive well, nosedive. And and here's here's cynical Jack coming up from the sewer, Uh-oh. popping up and just going, "What incentive do they have to <laughs> fix anything?" And then going back down into the just, sewer. Uh, Omar, note for that: use the scene from it and put Jack's face on it. Hey Nick, <laughs> hey, what incentive do they have to fix anything down here? <laughs> come, 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 you want to try cyberpunk again? <laughs> Great. <Hey. laughs> Hey Nick, do you want to try cyberpunk? We all we're all buggy down here. Uh, I, it's so an This is my uh, this is my very real question. Yeah. What incentive do they have to fix their reputation for their next game? I mean, it, right. But if their next game is Witcher Four, that doesn't matter. I I think it's going. I think it's going to for the shareholders. It's one of those things. Like right when we talked about Activision Blizzard, right. Mm-hmm. Until the money starts hurting, 
and a lot of people a lot of people were burned by cyberpunk 2077 like there is no shortage of people that are disappointed in this sure. game uh, Absolutely. and they're going to be very i think people are going to be very quite i mean <sighs> if the marketing's good enough i guess nobody will give a shit right but <laughs> nobody will give a shit yep. nobody will give a shit you know why because they're gonna they're gonna tout they're gonna dangle a shiny new witcher property and yep. we all like the witcher and the witcher 3 is a great effing game yeah. and they're gonna dangle it there and we're all gonna go ooh. Ooh, and the cyberpunk 2077 will float <laughs> out of it will because we all float down here it'll float out of all of our memories i, and I think the trajectory will matter. i think the trajectory they're following is kind of like how big of a pr hit bethesda's taken over the years for their buggy you know mm -hmm. their buggy games and then broken stuff and you know sure. i think i think i don't know like whatever and, the, and the, what's the, the non lesson? the non-cynical part of my brain the not sewer sewer Nick is <laughs> is is uh is thinking that the the PR the PR hit from this is really gonna stick with them for whatever they release next and people are gonna be a lot more skeptical in general about what they're they're gonna be excited for it, but very skeptical. Here's the question. Yeah. Bethesda, I think, is a great is a great analogy. Mm -hmm. They haven't learned shit and they keep selling the same game and people keep buying it. Well, Bethesda hasn't released a game really since Skyrim and then Fallout seventy six right. has made a pretty big comeback and they've been communicative about it and everything. Uh, yeah, but so, like their like their next big game release is another version of Skyrim. <laughs> uh, we don't know that. We don't know anything about Starfield yet. Uh, and 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 no, we th there's a there's doing a the difference there. The tenth anniversary of Skyrim, oh, where yeah, they add right. fishing to it, right? <laughs> yeah. Like fuck, man. Then yep. nobody gives a shit. Skyrim's uh, Skyrim's great overall. Yep. Like I, Skyrim's buggy as hell, but it's great overall. <laughs> well, I, that's the problem. Cyberpunk isn't great overall, in my opinion. Exactly. <laughs> But I, mean, I guess like that's the thing where it's like like remember that the uh, who is it Todd Phillips and they interviewed him about all the iterations of Skyrim that they keep releasing and Todd he was Phillips, just very Todd honest. Who I don't know fucking names. The guy does the Skyrim guy. Todd Howard. And they're like, hey, they're like, hey, why do you why do you keep releasing Skyrim? It's and he goes, because you dickheads it. keep buying it. Yep. <laughs> Because nothing matters. Like this PR, this Cyberpunk 2077 PR, here's why no one cares about it. No one's talking about it. Everyone's already relegated Cyberpunk to, oh, a game that sucked and was buggy. We're all going to forget about it. Whoop! Here's Witcher. Dee, 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 dee. Yeah, we'll, Geralt's going to dance for you. Doo, 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 doo. We'll see. I, I think, I, yeah. Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, I hope I eat crow. I'm hoping they're doing what I said and working on a major overhaul for that game that they really want to wow people with and fix their reputation. I'd love yeah. to see that because I know Bethesda's like in the same boat, right? Starfield, Elder Scrolls, they want to fix their reputation. And, and now they have even more incentive to because now they're under Microsoft. <laughs> so I, I honestly don't think they want to fix their reputation. I think that that to me is, is naive. Maybe they have a maybe, fine reputation. Maybe. I don't know. Like, we'll see. They have a fine reputation, like oh, you know, we put out a buggy game. It doesn't matter. Keep people keep buying it. That's we true. put out, or we haven't put yeah, out. I'm putting, a, a I'm putting too much. Promised. I'm putting too much stock in social media. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. So no, and I, I think like with the 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 blah 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 blah. blah, blah. I, I can be on a little bit of a high horse with this because I have not purchased Cyberpunk yeah. 2077. That's like where it's like everyone, because that's the general call on the internet is, hey, 
stop buying these games, wait for reviews to come out, wait until it's stable, and nobody listens. Everybody buys them. <laughs> yep. And so, like, here's one of the very few times where I've actually, like, stuck to my guns and said, I'm going to wait until the consensus is it's stable, and we haven't gotten that consensus yet. So I get to be all high and mighty. Well, it's that's it's, it's stable most for the most part. It's stable on PC now. Uh, okay, uh, it's just when I play the game, it just doesn't feel done. It just really doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like I, sure, and literally like the smallest of fixes could literally fixing the combat AI. That's really all it would take for me at that point. Because like I, at that, you know, I'm not even expecting what they were originally promising, like uh, the reactive open world and all that kind of stuff. I don't even care. I just want to get through the story at this point and see the world and play, be able to play the combat without hearing all kinds of bugs and shit around me. That's that's yeah. that's my bar for the game now. Anything above that is them going above and uh, above and beyond to fix more of it. Sure. So, sure, sure. so uh, that's but that's just I'm wondering if that's what they're gonna do now, like because that's what I was waiting for 2022 for. Is like, are is there a major overhaul coming? Are they gonna add all these reactive world elements and all this other stuff that they wanted to have in there? Like the even the crowds, you know, I'm sure you've seen all the glitches with the crowds where they're just spawning in and everything. It's not this. I, the the cyberpunk is out is out now. I don't think is the vision they had for the game that they wanted to release. So that's no, and, and that's and what and I want to see is are they going to release the vision that they envisioned in the first place? And and here's another side of this, which is like my less cynical side, my arty farty side, understands that sometimes you are unable to achieve your vision, be it budgetary, be it time, be it technologically. Yeah. Sometimes you, like in, in the creative field, you have to make compromises almost immediately. And that's okay. Like I'm not, I'm not going to get on them for having to make compromise because they weren't able to come through on all of their promises because that's how any sort of large scale creative project works. You have to, you have to say, Oh, we can't do this. So we're going to pivot and do this. And we can't do this. So like, I'm not, I'm not even mad at them for that. I just think they probably made a shitty game, <laughs> but they spent so much time on it. They had to put it out. Everybody bought it. They make their money back. They're not learning any lessons. They're moving on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say it's a shitty game. It just, it just needs work and needs some work to be at when you release the Witcher three and then and then go to this, the expectations are <laughs> yeah, they're fine. They're gonna be they're gonna be oh fine. they're gonna be fine. I just you know I, I don't know based on is that's what I'm saying like that just the the shock of look at how good the Witcher three is to this and it's like mm-hmm. I, you would think they want to fix that and and get it to a state where like hey this is a game that stands up to the Witcher three and surpasses it maybe not. <laughs> no, if, maybe cynical anything, Jack will we, drag them down to the sewers with him. <laughs> if anything, oh, like, well, come on down with me. <laughs> if anything, uh, they've learned a really terrible lesson in this, which is The Witcher Three is part of an already established franchise, and it did really well. Cyberpunk was a brand new property that didn't do so well, so they're going to go back to the established uh, property uh, and and just keep making uh, already established property games. So, like our brand new IP failed, I'll go back to the old gold mine. That's okay. I'll take a I'll take a full uh, Siri Witcher experience. That'd be great. I think that'd be great. Or maybe it'll suck. Who knows? Like <laughs> fantasy, fantasy is always more interesting than cyberpunk anyway. <laughs> Cyberpunk's <laughs> I, just I, weird. I like both. I like both. You know, it's all fantasy if you think about that's it. That's true. 
so yeah, no, I, uh, this is pure cynical Jack and I don't like to be, I don't like to be the goblin in the sewer covered in my own shit, but I, I genuinely think that no lessons have been learned. They're not going to achieve their vision because we didn't hurt them where it counts. Yeah. And that's okay. Sometimes <laughs> you don't win. The consumers never win. <laughs> what? The consumers never win. Sometimes we do. Sometimes, Sometimes we, we get do. really interesting, full gaming experiences that have incredible narratives and, and fantastic gameplay. Even like Hades. <laughs> I was I was gonna say what you're saying. <laughs> you know, like we we get that and we get yeah. like the joy of of delving into these worlds for hours on an end and losing ourselves into some genuinely fantastic escapism. And that's not going to be every game. Well, I even think some, like I said, I think I think Cyberpunk game. has all that. It's really just the mechanics. That's it. Hmm. That's hmm. what I'm waiting. I don't know. I'm just waiting I for the overall mechanics. That's true. <laughs> can't be cynical about something you haven't played yet. I sure as hell <laughs> you can You can be, be cynical about everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> back down I go. Back down I go. <laughs> I'm down in the sewer now. Thanks for watching. I've been a semi-professional video game enjoyer. I have an escapist. That's a character you need in the D&D series now. <laughs> Miss <laughs> Nicolandra, the not so cynical guy that's not going to get pulled into the sewer today by Jack, the editor chief oh. of the Escapist. Hey Nick, I got a new Halo game for you. Oh, <laughs> gimme! I'm ready for that. <laughs> <laughs>